Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. All right, Clay Travis is with us, founder of OutKick. You also see him on Fox at Clay Travis on Twitter. What's up, Clay? How are you today? I'm doing well. How are y'all? I'm doing uh, fantastic. I cannot remember if I asked you this last week, so I'm just going to ask you again. The Super Bowl is the most watched thing in television history now, this past Super Bowl. Is there anything you think we could show that would top that? I mean, like, just be as creative as you want. Is there anything we could show on TV that would draw that kind of number? Oh, that's a good question. Well, the historically, the moon landing is the most watched thing ever, and it was on every channel simultaneously. It was literally the only uh, option you could watch on TV at that given moment. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know the population was a lot smaller in 1969 than it is today. Um, so, uh, so that factors in. But basically, every American uh, on in, in the country was watching uh, the, the moon landing back in '69. Um, I would imagine the JFK assassination coverage in 1963 was almost universal too. Um, and I, I would think, I mean, obviously you have the cable satellite era, which is different, but I would think the most watched thing in the 21st century from a news perspective would probably be 9-11 um, in terms of, of what happened on that day and all of the immediate aftermath of coverage and the fact that basically every channel went to 9-11 coverage as well. So sadly, I think it would require something of that magnitude, right? 9-11 on a negative side, moon landing on a positive side, Um, you know, a presidential assassination. Um, I can't think, sadly, of anything positive that could happen where everybody would suddenly want to watch. I can't think of anything. What about this one? I I said this. I think this came out like a month ago. I said if if you had an interview with an alien, like if we knew there was other life form, and I don't know who's the best interviewer out there right now, and they had a one-on-one and they sat down, and, and you were able to ask this alien all of these questions... I think the entire world would tune in. Right? You'll, you'll need to rephrase well, your question. Who's a better interviewer than you, Clay? You <laughs> couldn't do it. Who could do yeah. it? I would. I would. I would be amazing interviewing an alien. Um, I, but you know, most people would think that wasn't real. I mean, it's a funny right. idea, uh, but uh, that would at least be somewhat positive, unless the alien was here to uh, to announce that they were going to exterminate us, which would obviously be a, a dark interview. <laughs> hey, when we had this um, conversation, though, Clay, somebody was like, you know, we wouldn't be friendly. Like, the alien wouldn't have an opportunity. Like, if an alien landed, they couldn't just go get a burger. No, like, we're going to take them. them and we're going to prod and probe them, yeah, and ultimately dissect them. Yeah. But there's no way they could just come in and kind of hang out, right? Well, I mean, I think, I mean... If, if we have alien life forms, don't you think that they would be able to actually pretend that they were humans? That's true. They would embody a human. I mean, yeah. if they're, if they're if that they're smart. smart enough, yep. Yeah. If, yeah. If they're smart enough for interstellar space travel, I think they probably could uh, could figure out how to uh, how to impersonate humans. Yeah. We always think they're so smart that they would be able to impersonate us or that they could do this or that, be invisible. Uh, what if they're dumber than we are? Well, Clay's what, right. If they're interstellar, if they're, if they're able to That's get here... Yeah, they're smart. Interstellar space travel done away would suggest that they're probably fairly intelligent. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
But yeah, okay. So maybe they're good at math. What if they're not good at running or anything like that? What if? Yeah, well, you know, yeah they're, they're not going to take a wrong turn in the universe. They can't shoot yeah. free throws. Damn, or, we have it up yeah. here. Or maybe this is the one that went wrong. They were trying to go to one of their moons and it missed. And they think this is like in the Elton John well, that, song. This guy's that, just lost that, in space that, forever, and he accidentally ran into our planet. I am uh, of the opinion that aliens have visited Earth. I don't know what you guys uh, believe on that on that question. Um, what 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 the three of you? Do you think aliens have visited? Uh, Earth? I, I I definitely like. I would put every amount of money that I've ever made that there is another life form in the universe out there. I don't know if they uh-huh. visited though, but I do feel very confident there is other life form out there. Yeah, I, would, I think I, they've visited. I would say no. I don't. I don't think there's another life form, or that they visited. What if they were dinosaurs and we won the war? And not a lot. What's a lot of documentation on that? Well, there's a lot of dinosaur bones everywhere. That's right, and we're still here. And we're still here. What if? Uh, what if instead of an asteroid hitting Earth, somebody just decided to test a missile on Earth years and years ago, and that's what killed the dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clay's got a point there. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think they've been here. Now, the argument against it, I, I love looking at UFO videos. I love, uh, I love reading about them. The, uh, you know, obviously, they, the government recently released uh, a bunch of videos. I mean, back in 2020, saying they, there are UFOs. I'm sure you guys saw that. But it was during COVID, and it was like on the eighth page of the New York Times. Like, nobody really cared, which I think the interview with the alien argument um, would... Uh, would potentially make people just not care that much. Um, uh, but but uh, the argument against it would be they're so smart that they could get here and then they crash. Um, like that seems, uh, that seems unlikely. Now, maybe the spaceship, uh, you know, like in some way is, uh, is, out of, uh, is out of whatever juice they're using or uh, maybe their spaceship goes, or goes awry. Um, you know, the other one that's spooky is maybe they're not aliens. Maybe somewhere in the future, time travel is possible. And what we're seeing are people who are, you know, coming back and time traveling, which is, which is really kind of fascinating, too. Um, so, uh, so anyway, I spend probably way too much time I, thinking about things like this. I would say, Clay Travis with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline, I would say Joe Rogan or Bill Maher on the interview because I find, first of all, they're not part of traditional media. But secondly, I think they're both talented interviewers because they don't care if they're going to piss anybody off. And I think to be a really good interviewer, Clay, you can't worry about upsetting the subject of your interview or anyone associated. Now, we're talking about an alien here, so it's a bit bit of a different situation. But I I find those to be, in our day of media, two of the better interviewers out there. Look, those are the only two shows that I haven't done that I would be like, oh, I would like to do those shows. Yeah. uh, so I, I mean, I think that that Rogan and Maher both have really good shows. I think Bill Maher might have the best job in media, um, by which I mean he only has to do one day a week, um, and he has probably a staff of twenty writers. Uh, so uh, you know, if, if you told me, hey Clay, you only have to do what is this show an hour? Uh, you only have to do one hour of a show a week, but it has to be really good. I'd be like, you know, that sounds like an incredible opportunity. Same thing with John Oliver, some of those other guys who are only doing, I think now. Isn't John Stewart coming back and only doing like Mondays? He's just so doing, one day a week. He's just um, doing Mondays. Oh yeah, what network? Yeah, for, uh, for Comedy Central. Yeah, for Comedy Central. Now, okay. I think just does Mondays too. 
um, you know, the, the one day a week show that you get paid thirty or forty million. Yeah, for, we all um, want that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a uh, doesn't sound like a bad life. Uh, Clay, we were talking earlier. Tiger Woods launched his new brand, and we were talking about his kid Charlie Woods. We're sure is going to uh, to be sporting that brand. If you could only represent moving forward, Charlie Woods or Jaden Daniels, who would you represent? Probably Charlie. Well, I mean, I hate to you know what is Charlie Wood like fourteen? So I mean, you put a lot of pressure on a fourteen year old because he may just decide that he doesn't like golf that much. I mean, his dad's obviously basically a billionaire. He may not be that driven. Um, so you know, I, I think Charlie Woods is fourteen years old. So that you know, we know Jaden Daniels going to be like number ten overall pick uh, or top you know five, whatever the whoever ends up taking him. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you know you're going to get the guaranteed contract of roughly probably, what, $45 million. Um, and then, I mean, that's a lot of money. But then, really, you make your big money when you get to your second quarterback contract. That's where you get the, you know, $50 million a year uh, type number, which would take you, what, to $250, $300 million. If he were really good, he'd make $300 million over the next uh, over the next 10 years. So I'd probably take, uh, take Jaden Daniels. Yeah, golf money is only going to increase. Well, I say that. I think it's only going to increase, but it's only going to increase to the level that it's not so fractured that the TV networks don't have any interest anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and also you've got to be you know a top 15 golfer, and and who knows what a 14? What is he 14? I, mean, I think he's 14 think or 15, Clay. Yeah, and the odds would tell you he's not going to be successful in the PGA Tour. I, I mean, he looks like a tremendous player, but I'm just saying odds are. I mean, what what are the odds that a father oh, okay. and a son are the guy? But, but just follow along with me here. What what is successful? Can successful by Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson standard, or successful say by Dale Earnhardt Jr. standard? Dale Earnhardt Jr. was you a know, face of a sport. What was also the son of Dale Earnhardt, right? And so this Charlie will always be Tiger Woods' son. So he will be in a lot of tournaments just because he's Tiger Woods' son, and he only has to have sort of medium success to be a fan favorite, I think, and an endorsement. Um, I he'll, he'll have to play to a certain level to be in those tournaments, so he can't just get in on his name. Yeah, and also again, how much how driven is he going to be? Yeah. I mean, Tiger's uh, you know competitive instincts are uh, legion, right? Um, and uh, uh, by the way, there's I, I I don't know how long this clip is out. Have you guys seen Randy Moss and uh, Julian Edelman talking about Bill Belichick no. lecturing the team about Tiger Woods? No. Uh, it, just just Google it. It came out like a couple of weeks ago. You could play it on your show. I think you would. Everybody would love it. But I'm going to spoil the punchline a little bit. But it was like um, Bill Belichick was furious at his team because they weren't uh, committed enough to winning. He didn't think um, this was when Randy Moss was on the team. So uh, and he was lecturing them about how they all needed to have Tiger Woods' instincts. He's like, you know, while you guys are out running around chasing tail, you know what Tiger Woods is doing? He's practicing his putting. And then, like three weeks later, the Tiger Woods story happened. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, and so the whole team is stretching, you know, warming up, and Bill Belichick's walking around, uh, you know, uh, 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 twirling his, uh, you know, twirling his uh, his whistle, and everybody's like doing stretching, and there's not much noise. And then, uh, and then Edelman's like, suddenly Randy Moss yells out, "Hey, Bill!" Uh, and everybody's like silent, and he's like. How about that Tiger Woods? <laughs> and, <laughs> so and the good. whole team just completely lost it. But like literally three weeks after Belichick was lecturing about how all Tiger cared about was uh, was golf and how you know nobody else had his drive and his competitive instinct and everybody needed to do exactly what Tiger Woods did. 
Um, I, I, that, so anyway, I just I, I love that. But I mean, I think it goes to uh, you know there are lots of distractions when you start to have a little bit of success. And if you're already, I mean, I think this goes for any athlete. But if you're already the son of someone who is wealthy. I just question how committed you are to worrying about, you know, whether you make the cut at the, you know, 20, 2043 U.S. Open or whatever the heck it's going to end up being. All right. He is Clay Travis. You can follow him on Twitter at Clay Travis, founder of Outkick and uh, CMO Fox as well. Thank you very much for the time, Clay. Have a great week. All right. Appreciate you all. See you. All right. Clay with us on the Johnston RVcenter.com hotline. 